All right, uh, lift off and the clock has started. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Houston, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Discovery, go at throttle up. And lift off, the final lift off of Atlantis on the shoulders of the space shuttle. America will continue the dream. This is The Space Shot, episode 382, and I'm John Mulnix. Earlier today, SpaceX kicked off their year with the final flight of the Iridium Next satellites. In addition to that last Iridium flight, the Iridium 8 mission, there's been a lot of chatter online after Elon Musk shared the image of the completed Starship Hopper, which should be beginning test flights sometime this spring. One last little piece of SpaceX news before we get to the interview. The commercial crew demo for the Falcon 9 and Dragon capsule has been pushed back due to the government shutdown here in the United States. As more details become available, I'll be sure to share them. I'm going to have some more SpaceX content here soon in an upcoming episode. For today's episode, I spoke with Lois Honeycutt, one of the administrators of the Space Hipsters Facebook group. We were talking about the book prize that the Space Hipsters started last year. For tonight's episode, we did have to record via telephone, so apologies that the audio is not exactly up to par for what we're used to. Without any further delay, let's jump in to the interview. Today I'm talking with Lois Honeycutt. We're going to be discussing the Space Hipsters Book Prize, which if you're a member of the Space Hipsters Facebook group, you're going to know all about that. Lois, welcome back to the podcast. Oh, thank you. It's good to be here. So talk to me a little bit. Where did the uh, origin of the book prize come from? When did it start? This year is our second year. Our inaugural year was last year. And what happened is, honestly, um, a few of us were sitting around talking at one of our events. And I happen to be, my, my day job is being a medieval historian. And I sit on several prize, book prize committees in my day job for, um, for history um, um, competitions. And it kind of came out in this conversation that there really was no way of... Of, of honoring or recognizing really great work done in the uh, field of space flight or space history. There's no, you know, there are prizes for science fiction and there are prizes for children's book writing and in science, but there really wasn't anything that that recognized really good work in um, in, in in space history or ex- space exploration. And we have a lot of people in our group, as you know, John, that are just really big names and have yeah. done some excellent work. And we kind of thought, well, you know, who could do that? And then we thought, well, why don't we do it? Why don't we try it? And so we did a little juggling of the books and realized we had some money that we could use as a prize incentive. And, um, you know, just started last year. We got last year was our first year. We got 17 nominations, narrowed it down to five within a relatively short period of time, and then spent about two months trying to come up with the book that did win. So um, this year we're doing it all over again. So what what kind of goes into that process? I mean, there's there's judges, obviously, but then what are some of the criteria that you use? Well, we we do have uh, judges. We have a panel of judges. Um, over half of our judges have 
than book authors themselves in any given year that's kind of built into our guidelines so they know what goes into producing a really good book um but what we're looking for is a really a book that is obviously going to be technically really good it's going to tell a story that maybe we don't know that hasn't been told yet and it's going to do it in a way that engages both dedicated space flight fans and maybe the general public i mean it's going to be an outstanding book and so last year's book was um scott kelly's book um and um you know we just really felt like it it just just hit all the right buttons and we were really excited about uh, giving him the award and this year we are almost at the end of the nomination process and i think we have nine uh nominees this year uh slightly fewer but i'm really excited about the books that we do have nominated going to be a hard choice this year. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh I've read Endurance and my my mom got it for me last Christmas and I actually she let me open it a little bit early, so <laughs> thankfully I got a, yeah. a little head start <laughs> on it. So yeah, I mean you you mentioned the background of some of them. So it's it's not just you know, random people. There's there's some serious, and nobody in the space hamsters group is really random, but every everybody's really into space flight and very interested in you know space history and that type of stuff. Sure, sure. As I said, we we kind of have we have a, a larger panel of judges because we do want our books read by at least uh, uh, four or five people. Okay. Um, and we have I think nine judges this year, um, and that. Over half of them, as I said, have produced books themselves. Some of them have produced uh, more than one book. I mean, you would recognize their names right away. Um, the rest of them are involved in the spaceflight community in one way or another as public historians, museum professionals, oh, wow. um, journalists. I mean, people that have had, um, you know, people that, that have had a lot of experience in the community and um they're also responsible for actually they you know our judges can also nominate and our judges recruit nominations and okay. you know, ask people to nominate so um you know we really are looking for the cream of the crop with those books so i mean you get to read a lot of cool books then <laughs> for this specifically Right, and I am not, and, and I should make it clear, none of the space tipsters, moderators, administrators, none of the, you know, the, the kind of crew, the board of space tipsters has been a judge, that we re, we do recruit outside judges, Okay. but I have the cool job of being the person that kind of um, babysits the process. Okay. You know, I make sure that, I, I mean, I put out the announcements, I do the publicity, and then I we make sure that the judges are talking to each other and I make sure that we, you know, the judges get copies of all the books they need and things like that. So it's a really privilege for me to be able to sort of sit in on the discussions and conversations of these really smart and experienced people um, as they encounter and, um, and discuss these works among themselves. Um, so, yeah, I, we have nine books um, and I have read four of them so far. Okay. Um, you know, uh, and we'll probably read, uh, and I, again, we, we often get a couple of, well, often it's only the second time, but last year we did get three or four nominations right at the very end. And oh, so wow. I kind of hope that we, you know, we pull in a few, our deadline's January 15th. Um, so we can pull, pull in a few more. We have maybe a dozen books by the end, and I probably will read them all over the course of the judging period. And so, yeah, it really is nice um, to be, you know, to be, 
I want to read them anyway, but there is that, and you know, there is that sort of incentive to say, yeah, you know, while we're discussing these, I should read this so that when I make the presentation or whoever makes the presentation this year, you know, that I can actually talk knowledgeably about the, the field of, of books that we were looking at. Well, it's a good excuse to read a book. Not that you really need an yeah. excuse, but <laughs> right, yeah. Do you have any favorites it's that have? Good... Oh, go ahead. Well. You know what? I probably shouldn't talk about favorites. Um, I, you know, because I don't want to influence sure. anybody um, judging or reading. Um, you know, I will say that some of the books come through and they are so beautifully illustrated that they are just works of art. And um, one came through over my, uh, one came over my, um, across my desk right about, about Christmas time and I immediately ordered three copies for Christmas oh, gifts wow. because they were, you know, it was such a, it was such a beautiful book and I could just see so many people enjoying it. So, um, and we do all the books that are nominated, you know, by the time we decide to accept the nomination and honestly they have the one or two times where we decided not to accept a nomination, just didn't fit the criteria properly. Um, but once we sit, we accept the nomination, we do do a lot of amplifying of that book through social media. Um, I put out Twitter um, uh, blurbs on each book that's nominated and okay. also on our Facebook page. And so I just feel like that's one thing that in the space flight community that we can do is that we can bring these books to people's attention and, um, and get buzz going about them so that even if they're not the one chosen as the winner, you know, maybe we sell a couple of dozen copies uh, for an author. And, um, and that's important. Yeah. Well, and, and public engagement for the space community is critical. So it's, it's good to know that that's part of the, you know, the goal of the book prize is generating more public awareness inside and outside of the spaceflight community. Yeah, and in bringing new people in, it's really always fun when that happens, when someone discovers a new passion or something. So, And <laughs> my, my passion for spaceflight honestly came from books. Um, I, uh, uh, I mean, myself, I, I went uh, to the Astronaut Hall of Fame and um, was intrigued by some of the things that I was reading and, um, you know, I have a little presentation plaque with the astronauts went to their bookstore and bought, I think, three biographies that day and read them all and I was hooked. <laughs> That's a good way to get hooked. You know, the biographies, it, it gives you, you know, sometimes it can be a little bit biased uh, depending on who mm -hmm, the biographer sure. is, but it gives you such a cool insight into the people that, you know, we, right. we hear a ton about the missions. Everybody loves to talk about the rockets, but the people behind space flight that there's just so many stories that we still haven't even heard yet. So it's, it's exciting to know that there's, there's new books coming out each year that cover aspects of history that haven't been touched on yet. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it, we still have a few Apollo astronauts whose stories haven't been told. Um, and now a lot of the shuttle um, people are, are writing and that's really nice. Um, one of the books that's nominated this year um, is I representative of something that I see as more and more of a trend in space writing is looking at the people behind the scenes, yeah. and that's the biography of George Abbey. Um, I think that was the first or second book that was nominated this year, and you know I I have not read that one yet. I've just I've just ordered my own copy, um, and. But that's one that I want to read, and it really is going to give us. I mean, it gives us a lot of insight to 
you know, how it happened without it being, you pointed out that some of the books are a little biased, that it's really easy to write a kind of hagiography, yeah. um, you know, and make these people into these flawless heroes and things like that. Um, the best books, of course, don't do that. The mm-hmm. best books give us more well-rounded looks at people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's just great to see this happening. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it, space flight and space exploration, it's its a human story. So the fact that we're getting more of these human stories is, you know, I think, uh-huh. really refreshing. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that you guys are reading a lot of those. Yeah, a lot of that. And, you know, last year, one of one of my favorite books, it didn't, it didn't uh, win, but um, it ended up being just really thought-provoking for me was a book on the... Um, efforts to preserve the, the sites that and, and places that are associated with the early days of spaceflight. Um, it's called the Final Mission, and okay. it, you know it, it was really it was really about. And as a historian, of course, maybe I, I was drawn to that book in particular. Um, but you know, ongoing efforts to um, to do that kind of work, and so it's so multifaceted. It's just fascinating to see the just different directions. Um, we've got a couple of books this year that are nominated that talk about our unmanned program. There's mm-hmm. a, um, there's a there's a uh, Alan Stern's book on the uh, New Horizons. Yeah, is uh, is among the nominees, and so there's just there's something for everybody in that in that uh, uh, cohort of books. For sure. That, that, that book is uh, on my reading list as well. So okay, <laughs> I, yes. I, I go like shopping and I, I always add books. I'm like, I got to read these first though. And then I end up buying more books. So Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'll tell you the one downside of being involved in the book prize is that, you know, if I have nine books or 12 books to read for the 2018 crop, there's a few that have been sitting on my desk for a while that I really want to read, but I can't get to. And so they're, you know, 2015 books or 2016 books, but before the prize started that I have got to work them in. I got to get them, get them, got to get them read. But, um, and I hope to before Space Fest. Well, yeah, Space Fest and it's Space Fest 10 and that's going to be, it's in August, right? That's in August okay. this year. But yeah, but I should say that our book prize is always, going to be, I mean, it's always, again, you know, since we only have two years into it, it sounds a little pretentious, but <laughs> always, but our plan is that our book prize will be announced during the Space Hipsters field trip, okay. um, and the Space, Hip- the Space Hipsters field trip is just a, you know, independent thing that we do the last weekend in April of the year, and this year it will be um, at the Neil Armstrong Museum in Ohio, um, last, uh, last Saturday in April, I it's the 26th, maybe the 27th. I don't have a calendar in front of me right now. Um, and so that's when we announced the previous year's book prize. Um, okay. so, so the nominations close on January 15th, and um, then I start nagging the judges to start narrowing the field. That becomes my job, um, <laughs> you know, and, until we decide and, and, and we, until we decide on the book. So that sounds um, yeah, good. Yeah, it'll be really it's yeah really exciting. And you know, our very first field trip was at the Cosmosphere. That was the inaugural space hipsters field trip. That was a while ago, right? It was I think four years ago. Okay. It was I think twenty fifteen was our was our first field trip and um um it worked really well and the Cosmosphere, you know, had its usual hospitality and oh, they're it was great. a really good kickoff for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm I'm gonna get this episode out before the book nominations close, 
Um, okay. My goal, I'm actually going to try to get it out here tonight. We're, we're recording on Friday. Um, so if you're not a member of the Space Hipsters group and it sounds like something you're interested in, go to Facebook, just search Space Hipsters and you have to request to join, um, which I, I do appreciate how the group is moderated. It is, it's, it's quite nice. Um, and then the, there'll be a link. You, you posted a document that you can uh, nominate on. Is that right? It's, it's on our, yes, it's on our, um, it's on our, um, announcement section and it's a very top announcement right now and it has the, yes, it has the nomination form, uh, but my email, it's historianmom at gmail.com. Um, and you can, if, a, if for some reason the form doesn't work for you, you can't get it down, can't do it, whatever, um, just pop me an email and give me the details on the book and we can talk and I'll fill out the form myself. So, okay, cool. Um, yes, and it's, it's the only requirement. It's, uh, it's nonfiction for the adult market uh, published in 2018, and that's, that's it. Well, Lois, thank you for coming on and talking about this book prize. I look forward to having you on again in the future. Okay, we'll see you soon, Jack. It was great to be able to have Lois on the podcast to talk about the Space Hipsters book prize tonight. If you're not a member of the Space Hipsters Facebook group, you can still nominate an author or a book. I'll be sharing the link to Lois's email in the show notes in case you want to nominate somebody without having to go on Facebook to do so. Thanks for listening today. I'm going to have more information on the Patreon page in the next episode. I wanted to make sure I could get the Space Hipsters book prize interview entered into the podcast feed before nominations close for that prize. The Patreon page is going to help me be able to cover expenses related to hosting for the podcast, the Adobe Creative Cloud charges, and all of the other services that are utilized for the show. Details on the Patreon will be available next episode. If you're new to the podcast, I would appreciate it if you could subscribe and leave a review. More reviews help more people find out about the show, and I'd appreciate it if you could help me spread the word. Until next time, I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.